Join us each week as Andrew, Ray, and others bring us in on one of their weekly phone conversations with an amazing agent. This is Little Oak Weekly. So today I'm doing a call with Tom O'Hara. Hello, Ray. Mr. O'Hara, how are you doing, my friend? Doing fine. So, Tom, um, you know, a lot of people don't know who you are. So that's why we're doing this call. To, and so we're going we're gonna to have to go way back. So tell me, um, I mean, I know some things about you, but even I don't know everything. So uh, how, how long have you been in this real estate business? And where, and where did you just start? So I started, believe it or not, 33 years ago in 1988 as a trainee valuation manager in Scotland. So basically, I was a, I worked with a sales company as a sales representative and took a 50% drop in salary to get into real estate. <laughs> and uh, it was the biggest gamble in my, well, one of the biggest gambles in my life because I had just married my wife about nine months beforehand. And she said, sure, if that's what you want to go and do, go and do it. And never really looked back. Within uh, six months, I was uh, a valuation manager. Within six months later, I was the uh, office manager. Six months after that, I was an area manager. And a year after that, I was an area director. So it was, it was a fast track. But at that time, Ray, it was six days a week, eight in the morning to eight at night. And it was just, you just kept going. And uh, if you were uh, if you if you were crazy enough to work those hours, you got success, and that was basically what happened. So what what is back in those days? What does what does success look like? Were you were you doing sales as well as management, or, or did you get a percentage of the of everybody's business, or how did that work? Yeah, well, back the business model back in Scotland was the the company only get paid. If you listed houses, so we, we were paid a salary, a company car, and you went out and listed houses. The only people who made commissions were the people who had uh, the listings, and um, that was that was how it worked. There was no buyer's agents; it was a, just a different business model. And um, and as it sat, um, st- stuck in four offices in Scotland in a networking 365 offices my four offices were number one in the uk two years in a row wow for the for the company or for the for the industry no no for the company okay so um but um and it was it was great at the time um because um that was um you made good money and you you had share options and company cars and promotions, et cetera, because it was a corporate environment rather than a self-employed environment. So when we came to Canada, it was, although it was the same type of industry, it was a bit of a shock to the system where you were self-employed and you had to uh, go and make your own wages. <laughs> go find your own listings. Yeah. Well, so tell us about the transition. Uh, how, how long have you been, how long, when did you transition? So we moved here December 2003 and after interviewing every real estate company in Abbotsford, um, the 
the great Bob Johnson convinced me that Remax was the right location. Uh, he kept me well away from you and he kept me well away from Don. He says, you only need to speak to me, Tom. And I says, okay, Bob. <laughs> I says, uh, and you're convincing me that this is the right route to go. He says, yeah, far better than Landmark, far better than Royal LePage, far better than Home Life. I says, okay. And 17 years later, Ray, I must admit, it was a very good decision. Awesome. So how, how did you find your first... What was the first couple of years like while you were getting your feet wet in a new country, learning, not learning a new trade, but learning how to do the trade differently? Well, I remember that Andrew Bracewell took me to um, a new home development in Mission uh, while Andrew was working with Randy. And he goes, this is where you're going to be to do the open houses. And I was there Saturday and Sunday uh, constantly for about the first six weeks. And I, I remember it was like 32 degrees of heat and there was no air conditioning in this new basement entry home. And I was sitting there waiting, speaking to buyers as they walked in and I picked up my first buyer and within probably about six weeks, I had bought them a house and then I picked up another buyer and found them a house, etc. And uh, it was, to be perfectly honest with you, it was just hard work. I mean, it was just... If it was not one open house on a Saturday, it was two open houses on a Saturday, and it was two open houses on a Sunday. And as and when any realtor went on holiday, I was the first person at their door saying, do you want me to look after your business? Do you want me to look after your clients? I was more than happy to pay as many referrals as I could because I needed to get, I needed to get customers. When I arrived here, I knew one person, so I needed to get my name out there, I needed to get in front of people and I needed to make sure they could understand my accent because 17 years ago, three quarters of the population couldn't understand a word I was saying. <laughs> well, did they teach you to speak the Queen's English back in the UK, Tom? I mean, what's going on? Yeah, yeah they, well, a variation of it. It's just that in God's country, Scotland, they, they, they taught their own dialect just to be different from the rest of the UK. And that's exactly what it was. So when when I came here, it took a long time for me to tune in the Canadian ears to my um, dulcet tones. So now after <laughs> 17 years, everybody can understand me. <laughs> well, I, I, I like to think of myself as being, you know, partial. Uh, you know, partially fluent in Scottish. I mean, uh, I know you give me the gears, but I've never had a trouble. <laughs> no, as, as long as as long as I talk slowly, pe most people can understand me. Well, that's awesome. So now you've been seventeen years at Remax, and you've grown the business from a single person to you're doing projects. Uh, tell us a little bit about that journey. What was what were some of the big lessons and the big ahas that got you to? transition your business because you're a firm you're a very established person now people wouldn't know that you struggled 17 years ago oh no i mean i seriously struggle i mean i came from obviously the uk uh, under a corporate environment where there, were, there was budgets and uh, business plans and everything and to be perfectly honest ray i came here and made major errors because for the first couple of years i thought i could um, do this job with it a budget without a business plan, without targets, and it was just a matter of, oh, yeah, I'll be fine, I'll get that. And lo and behold, you were making, um, doing deals 
And then at the end of the year, you realize you weren't making any money. So it was a bit of a shock to the system. So I went back to what I knew, and it was set the budget, set the business plan, set the targets, and then start doing the job. And very quickly within, within going back to those principles, very, very quickly after nine months of that, I could see the benefit. I was seeing there was profit in the bank account. I was paying myself a decent um, wage again. Uh, you were able to go and um, go on holiday. You were able to go and buy um, vehicles, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it was again the principle was: you come to work every day, and you're there to work. You're not there to put the computer on and play online <laughs> poker or whatever. It is just work, 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 and then. And then as it sat, I mean, in 2010, Steve had a, a, a big project in the west side of Abbotsford and had, had asked myself if I wanted to get involved. And we we got involved in that. I had, I had dabbled in new homes by selling a couple of homes for single builders. And I had three or, two or three builders, but they, were, they, were, they would build a house a year. And then when we got involved in Peppenbrook, I mean, that was a big subdivision. We worked there for a couple of years. And then thereafter, it was more a matter of, um, I, I discussed with Steve, should we just carry on moving this partnership forward? And basically, that's all we've done. And slowly but surely, because of Steve's background in um, new homes and construction um, and the knowledge that he has, We've we've picked up more builders and more builders and more builders until where we are at the present time with some major projects that have just been completed and another four major projects on the horizon. So what what are some of the lessons you've learned along the way? You're uh, you've been at this for thirty years. What what do you what do you got to say to people who are maybe not not that long in the tooth and want to get going in real estate? You got any words for? Them? Yeah, I mean, genuinely, I would say to them that. They, they need to they need to get an understanding of a basic budget. They need to understand a basic understanding of your business plan, and then set the the targets according to your business plan. And the other thing is is don't forget to enjoy yourself. I mean, book your holidays in and work your business plan around your holidays. That's what me and Steve does. We put our business plan in place. We then put our targets in place, and then. All our holidays are booked and it's a matter of, right, we need to fit our business into these holidays. But one thing that I was told that stuck with me, Wraith, from 33 years ago is my first boss told me, here's the two rules. One, never be late for an appointment. And two, treat everybody the same way as you would treat your own mother. And you will last in this business and grow in this business. And that's exactly what I've done. I am never late for an appointment and I treat everybody exactly the same way. And I go home at night and I can look in the mirror and I say, yep, everybody has been treated the same way as I would treat my own mother if I was doing real estate deals for her. That's a, that, that was some great advice that guy gave you. Well, I mean, he'd be, he'd be, he, was re, he was retiring. He had a very, very long, su successful career. And he says, this business is not for everybody. But if you, if you understand that it's a marathon and not a sprint, 
that you're not going to be the number one guy in a year. It's going to take you a long time. Uh, as he says, it, it normally takes 10 years to be an overnight success. <laughs> and yeah, you say fine. Yeah. And some, I mean, you see some really intelligent and enthusiastic uh, new realtors coming into the business. And sometimes they, they, tr they try and grow too quick or they try and achieve things too quick rather than being satisfied with, okay, let me let me get my first 10 deals in the bag and then let's get my, my first 20 deals in the bag, et cetera. But, um, but I see some great people coming into the business at the present time. I just, my problem is, is um, um, I, just, I just wish I was 40 years younger now. <laughs> we all wish we could turn the clock back, right? Yeah, that's true, Ray. So tell me about the family. Uh, how they uh, you brought them over here? The kids probably were younger, but how does everybody adapted? Well, yeah. I mean, other than I mean, we you've got to remember we left a uh, we left a four thousand square foot home on a twelve thousand square foot lot in um, Scotland, and we landed here and moved into a basement uh, suite with no furniture. We had three plastic chairs and a plastic table <laughs> because we were waiting on all our furniture moving over. And my uh, my youngest son at the time, uh, you were talking to him yesterday, James, uh, he turned around and he was nine years of age at the time. He goes, we're living like refugees. Why have you brought me to this country? <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him. <laughs> And it's the first time, Ray, I've actually been uh, speechless because I did not have an answer for him. <laughs> Saying that now, I mean, after we've been here 17 years, they're very happy. Uh, my oldest son uh, yesterday just um, passed the real estate exam, so he'll be, he'll be coming on board over the next six months. And my wife, she she loves it here. She thinks it's a fantastic country, and um, she would never go anywhere else. So, well, you, things are good on the home front, so that's uh, that's important. What lessons? Tell me some of the tell us or tell the people that are going to listen to this. What are some of the lessons you've learned in the whole journey? What would what would you do? What wouldn't you do again? And what would you do again? Um, <laughs> what wouldn't it? Well, I'll tell you what I would do again if I'd known what I know now. I would have probably came to Canada 10 or 15 years earlier <laughs> um, because um, that would have been th that would have been a good move for me. It would have been a good move for the family. It would have been a good move for the business. I, I mean, when it, co when it comes to business side of things, I think being understanding enough that you need to... I came with my own philosophy and I think I was wrong for probably about 18 months that I should have probably looked at more of what Canadians were doing rather than me trying to put what I was doing in the UK into my business. And, uh, and, but can you give us an example of that, Tom? Uh, uh, well, I remember, I remember speaking to you and saying, right, okay, I need to look at some marketing things, etc." And I remember you had this big, massive book that you used you had all your adverts in it for years. And I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, hmm, I don't like that. And I don't fancy that. And <laughs> nah, I don't know whether that would work. And I went away on my own route and said, oh, no, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm going to do this, this, and this. And then, then 
I don't know, probably uh, 15 months later, I was I was back at you saying, can you give me that book again to have another <laughs> look at it, right? So, and then, and sometimes your own stupidity or your own arrogance or whatever gets in the way of not doing what you should be doing. And uh, and we, we all like to be successful. It's just sometimes um, you need to look at the successful people and see what they're doing properly and copy that you don't need to copy it exactly but you can take the same principles and do that and it took me um a period of time to get to that level so i can remember your first uh ad campaign the in your kilt yeah and i run that for i run that for about 10 years uh, maybe even 12 years and it's only recently because print advertising has has reduced dramatically, or we've reduced there, we don't do any print advertising. That's the reason why the me and my kill has disappeared from the Real Estate Weekly. I mean, it's still on my website. It's I've still got business cards with uh, my me and my kill on it. Um, but again, because we stop we stop doing print advert, then you don't you don't see me, my ugly mug and my ugly legs and flashed over the real estate weekly anymore. Well Tom, there's nothing saying you can't do some uh weekly or bi weekly videos with your kilt on and yeah, and, 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 and and people go, Tom's still alive and well. You might actually get a few listings out of it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or, 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 or not, depending on what their viewpoint is. <laughs> oh no, well, Tom, we we love. I think the Canadians love the Scots. They, you know, there's enough Scottish people. I mean, the country's been settled by Scots in in a lot of ways, so it's it's acceptable. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, I mean, we 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 were welcomed with open arms um, in Canada, and I cannot fault the quality of the people and the people's mentality to immigrants coming in. And um, I've, I've, I mean, I've found very, in fact, I don't even think I've found any Canadians that um, don't welcome you with arms. I mean, it's been a great move for us, both business-wise, but certainly personally, um, myself, my family. I mean, my parents weren't exactly happy at the time when we moved over here, but my father sits on my deck and drinks beer and says, yeah, I can understand why you moved here. Oh, good. So, I mean, and um, when people say to me, What's your viewpoint of Canada? I said, well, in my opinion, I, I left the best small country in the world and came to the best large country in the world. <laughs> so I've had a great life. I cannot fault it. So what's, your, what's, what's the future hold, Tom? What's, what's the next? What are you doing? What's going to happen in the next five years in your business? And uh, what's, your, what's your plan? In the business at the present time, we're due to launch um, a condo development in Chilliwack, which will be launched in approximately six or eight weeks. And then we have um, another, um, over the next five years, we have another probably six or seven projects um, that are planned, ranging from townhomes in um, Fraser Heights to townhomes in Maple Ridge to row homes in Langley. And we, Steve is currently working on um, a couple of other bigger pro, bigger potential projects which in fact would keep us going for the next seven or 10 years if, if they come to fruition. But as you know, what happens with these bigger developments, they all take time to uh, come to fruition. And then, as I say, we also have our normal business. And both myself and Steve have been working basically the repeat and referred situation for the last, I don't know, probably the last seven years. 
it took us it took me about 10 years to get to that level but now i mean i don't i don't go and chase clients i don't i don't i don't i'm not saying that i don't need new clients but most of our business is repeat clients or referrals or clients daughters or sons that need to find their first home so and to be perfectly honest uh the plan is that neither me nor Steve are looking at retiring so um we're looking at probably growing the business by quite a degree over the next 5 years we've got a new admin assistant starting to give um Sarah some assistance and then we've got obviously um other plans in the foot for uh who we're going to bring on stream for the other developments etc so we're very excited about what's going to happen over the next 5 to 10 years nice well we'll um we'll we'll always be checking back in you you got any uh parting thoughts for the folks like how would they uh, the, how how do people contact you if they want to talk to you if, i mean my door's always open i have mentored a few people in the office and I, i sit down and speak to those people and guide them and give them whatever information they need i have no problem opening my door and giving whatever knowledge they they want from me all you have to do is pick up the phone if you want to pick up the phone and have a chat with me it's straightforward it's 604852 sold and which is 7653 the same as Ray Yankena's number <laughs> um and um as it sits i mean i have no problem uh, speaking to any new realtor or anybody who needs advice because many many years ago um your some of the people in the office such as bob johnson susan peltzer larry sieber um arv classen dario and randy dick were all happy to sit down and speak to me over my first 3 weeks in the business and tell me everything that they could um tell me about how how am i going to, how a new realtor is going to start off and i'm still going in and seeing John Corey and speaking to Victor and speaking to Paul Penner and sp- speaking to David Rochelle and saying what about this what what do you think about that you're always learning in this industry Ray and the day you stop learning is the day you should probably hand your license in that's right well listen Tom it's been great I'm going to check back in you with you maybe towards the end of the year and uh, see how things went but uh thanks for thanks for talking to us no worries thanks again okay have a good one Bye-bye. Bye-bye.